0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: About- so you gotta- Woo! Welcome to the big show. If you don't mind, I will begin
2: at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get
1: going. One, two, three. Bad
2: boy. Four, V.I.G. B-I-G.
0: I ah! can't see how they haven't come up with some kind of
3: way to come back these storms yet. They keep saying uh, you know, two days ago, three days ago, oh, it said this, way. but it's going to hit all this warm water.
1: We have a Navy. Why don't the Navy come and drop ice in the warm water so that it they it can't get going as fast as it's going. There's got to be ways to combat this instead of just pointing at the thing and saying, well, it's, uh, now it's getting worse. Yeah, we know it's getting worse, but you tell us, oh, it's the warm weather, oh, it's the wind. Well, we have an air force. I have some air force planes around to get the winds going the opposite way. The Navy to go in circles can <laughs> fight it the other way. And now, any yeah. movie with walk your in it is okay by me. Yeah. It
4: was the third of September. The day I'll always remember our
5: feature presentation. How long have you been sitting on that one, B? A while. You found it like six years ago? A while. <laughs> it never mm-hmm. worked out. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean show. It is uh, Tuesday morning, the third oh, Tuesday. Right? The third of September.
1: Okay.
6: Why, why, why can't every week be a four-day week? I support it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's holding us back? We've got this great idea, and America as a nation has said, no, we're going to do that like three times a year. The whole rest of the year, it's a five-day work week. Yeah, I can't answer that. I feel like, I feel like we're on to something. I feel like coming back to work on a Tuesday is way better.
7: Do we just say we're in and then it happens? Like, what's the protocol here? Well,
5: I I mean, I think at the beginning it's going to be rough, tough sledding. Okay. But uh, (laughs) we just all call in sick. What are they going to do? Okay. All of us.
7: Yeah, but I don't think you can.
5: Exact same illness. Every
4: Monday for a year. Right, but you can't (sighs) call in sick like 40 times a year Mm, and keep your job. If we just stopped coming and didn't do anything and then just said, what are you talking about? They probably wouldn't even know. Yeah, it's the, we- it's the weekend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right.
6: I'm just saying I support it and it's a good idea. Okay. All right. Um, so much to get to. Big, big show today. But uh, before I run out of time, I want to start with this. It was my uh, favorite story of the weekend. There was so much bad news this weekend. My God, it was crushing. But I'm bringing you good news. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you saw this or not about the uh, the trainee pilot in Australia. Did you see this story? Mm -mm. Up for a uh, a little flying lesson? Emergency, emergency,
3: emergency. It all started with a distress call from trainee pilot Max Sylvester, aged in his 30s. This is Tango Foxtrot Romeo. Can you please hear me? His instructor had just lost consciousness. Tango Foxtrot Romeo, are you familiar with how to operate the
2: airplane? Very, very light. This is my first... um, Listen,
8: okay. So,
2: (laughs) I'm sorry, the
6: instructor had a seizure Mm -hmm. and was completely unresponsive, just slumped basically against the window of the plane. If you missed what Mr. Sylvester said there, it is his first lesson, and he is up in the plane fantastic, which is what you want, right? Bad luck.
4: Now, have you at this point, Jensen? If this is you, have you already pooped yourself? No, oh, you still- I already jumped out the window. I just—it's—it's <laughs> it's done for me. I don't yes. want to even play. This is like when you see zombie movies, and I'm like, why well, would I just shot myself at the beginning? Five minutes yeah. in, yeah. So, in other words, you don't even want to take a
3: risk of crashing that plane. You'd rather, guaranteed death, just jump out. Yeah, it's over. Why why go
4: through the motions? (laughs) Okay.
3: In the cockpit, the pilot's medical condition is deteriorating. But the air traffic controllers calmly help the students circle the airport to learn the lay of the runway. (laughs) So he's never landed mm. a plane never before. Never yeah. He's the guy behind the wheel. On the ground, Max Sylvester's wife and children watch as a full-scale emergency response unfolds on the tarmac. By the way, at least your family is down there yeah. to watch you crash in flames, your right? Your
7: wife and children. Right there, right over there. That's where daddy's
5: going
7: to oh, end oh in my a gosh. giant fireball. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: hate it. <laughs> it's, it's not fun yet. The man in control of the plane holds his nerve. You're doing really, really the control tower talks him through every step. Just your speed. You're a little bit too fast. So on the next approach, we need you to go a little bit slower. Landing safely back at Jandicott Airport at six o'clock last night, to the relief of dozens of onlookers.
8: Well, when the plane landed, everyone clapped, and the atmosphere was relieved. And then all the emergency ve- service vehicles went out.
9: There was no damage at all to the plane. Matter of fact, it was a perfect landing. The How pla- about that?
8: Perfect
6: landing.
5: Better than most of our other pilots.
6: <laughs> yes, and by the way, I'll, I'll also say this: uh, we we often point out how calm nine one one operators yes. are. Yes, air traffic controllers, same way. They they are the calming voice that you need to get you to accomplish something. They're like on this. quaaludes.
4: Uh, listen, so uh, my scary thing is like I think I would be if I was on the plane. I'd be like, what is going? I I, I would be freaking You'd be the out. freaking out. Thing? This guy seemed just as calm. Yeah, the, the guy who's the piloting pilot, yeah. I, I would yeah. never have even kept any composure. And but what keep about. In,
7: keep in mind, his teacher kept slumping and like moving on to him. So he kept having to push his teacher uh, off of him because he was slumped, uh, uh, like unconscious, like hovering over him. But Jensen, yeah.
5: now that you see how the story ends, the guy landed the plane without any trouble.
4: Are you the idiot for jumping out? I already, know. I, I would not have kept my composure like this guy. I would have felt much better with no, you know, with no actual skydiving experience. Hope is painful. Yeah, goodbye. Okay.
6: I thought this was really interesting. So they had him circle past to get the, as they said, the lay of the, the land of the runway. And then they brought him in for the landing. And here is the final 25 seconds of that flight as uh, air traffic control is advising him on how to land this plane again for the first time ever. Hello.
3: Gently hold it on, hold, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it right there, this is perfect Hold it, hold it, very gently start breaking now Gently stop right now and you're down on the ground. You did it, mate. Well done. That's amazing. He's done so
6: well. And by the way, he did get his certificate for his first solo landing as a result
5: of this. <laughs> and he also he also said,
6: I hope they're not gonna make me pay for this lesson. <laughs> oh. And they said, Okay, they're not. But when I heard that air traffic controller at the end, wow. you know, talking him down, the only thing I thought was Remix.
5: Stop being so
3: repetitive. Remix. Oh, oh remix, okay. Right.
5: Hit it, beer mug. <laughs>
8: Nose
3: down more, nose down more, nose down oh, yeah. Down more,
5: nose
8: yeah. Down more, yeah. 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 So good. Power, uh, power off, power oh,
7: oh, oh, power oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, 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 no. hold it Hold it, mm-hmm. hold it. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> totally. Oh, it. Oh, it. Oh, 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 I mean, Quite an ending. she enjoyed it very she much. Did. She stuck the landing. She is uh, somebody who likes a lot of direction. Sure does. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think we all do. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit.
5: All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and B show, shall we?
7: Hold it. Hold it. Hold <laughs> right. it. Hold it right there. This okay. is perfect.
5: This is perfect. Okay. Um, you should have gone to the doctor. I think this is mostly a guy thing.
7: Oh, it's I definitely so a guy
5: right? thing. Because yeah. guys are dumb when it comes to going to the doctor. Well... Yes. I mean, I can't argue. I mean, I, cer- I certainly have been guilty of it many times. Dean fell off a stage, mm-hmm. got taken to an ambulance, got off of the ambulance and just went home.
7: Yeah.
4: He was bit by a cat with rabies and he waited days to go in. Yeah. And, and then started medication because he called someone over the phone. Yeah. Dave King of Mexico, same. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: I've had many times when I should go to the doctor. I don't know why guys are dumb. but Because it's pain in the butt.
7: <laughs> inconvenient. mine was not go, in the butt but if yeah. you want to share feel free okay should you go to the doctor for that
5: <laughs> they have a cream oh ally is going to explain to us what chore play is yeah uh we have tickets for tool how about that coming to southern california we're going to give you some tickets this morning with a game who and- listened to the album over the weekend
6: i did i did multiple times really it's great. Oh, it was a long weekend. A yeah, it is great. I see what you did over
4: the Labor Day weekend.
6: <laughs> yeah, I listened. To, I I kind of uh, rotated between uh, Taylor last week, Lana and Tool this week. It was a very weird mixtape. Yeah, no kidding. yeah. those three together. One of these is not like the other, but man, they're all such great albums.
5: And because we were off yesterday, we're going to do great news today. We will take a break and come back with what's happening now.
9: <laughs> this is the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
5: Allie's got what's happening here on this
9: Tuesday?
7: I feel like Labor Day weekend. Everyone's getting their last bit of summer in, Mm -hmm. maybe traveling quite a bit. Nobody's seeing movies is essentially the thing. There's not a lot happening at the box office. Angel has fallen 11.5 million over the weekend, should close out the holiday with about 14.4 million. How was it, Kevin? uh, Number one. Saw it. Um, And of course you did.
5: Look, look. (laughs) Here's the thing about these movies. The action yes. is What's great. What's the thing about mm-hmm. these movies? The action is great. Yeah. Uh-huh. The special effects are great. Mm-hmm. Just keep the storyline out of my way. Don't make <laughs> okay. obvious, like, huge things where you go, how are they at- attacking the hospital that the president's in for 20 minutes
7: uh-huh. and
5: no one from any military or anywhere goes in? How okay. are they still doing that? The president of the United States is in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you start 10 minutes in, you go, this is great action, but... Mm-hmm. Somebody should show up by now.
7: I don't know. It's just distracting. You don't like the plot holes. I'm just saying
5: make them so that they're not so... Mm. It's not that hard to make that less distracting. Yeah. They paid no attention to it.
7: You're too smart for these movies now, Kevin. Mm, don't so think so. so. Have, you, have you aged out? Yeah.
4: I don't think so. Have you aged <laughs> out? I think this was poorly done have that way. Have you
7: smarted out?
5: No, no, definitely not. Okay.
4: By the way, I'm not sure that saying less story is
5: smarter. No, I'm saying keep the story out of the way. That's all I'm saying. Just make it you know, make he, sense.
7: Make it more believable for mm-hmm. Kevin. You don't, want to, t- you don't want to have
5: any moments in the theater where we're going, I'm really enjoying this. But no, there's no way that would happen. Oh. You know what I mean?
7: Okay. See? Come on Too smart for these movies. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A lot of
5: these movies are done quite well. Mm-hmm. This one, everything except the storyline was done quite well.
7: Jared mm-hmm. Butler, though? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, Coming in number two, good boys. They held steady at number two. The Lion King coming in third. Wow, you guys, that's doing pretty good. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw coming in fourth. That's about $684 worldwide. Not bad for Hobbs and Shaw. And ready or not with a fifth place finish there. You guys hear about Kevin Hart's weekend? Oh,
6: yeah. So scary!
7: What the heck? Yeah, he is recovering from a serious car accident over the holiday weekend. Here's the thing: um, I don't, I don't quite understand what happened. Okay. So he's in the car. He's not driving, by the way.
5: Passenger seat. Yeah.
7: Okay. Um, his friend is driving. Also, is he his? Um, His trainer, workout guy, every story is different. But his friend Jared Black is driving. This, by the way, is his electric blue 1970 Plymouth Barracuda. It's his pride and joy. Bought it for his birthday. He loves it. It swerved off Mulholland Highway in Malibu Hills, crashed through a wooden fence, falling into a gully around 1 a.m. on Sunday. The roof of the car was crushed from the impact of the crash. Two people were basically stuck in the car. Oh. Kevin Hart left. Um, a friend came and picked him up. He left. He l- and then he got left the whole scene. Yeah. Then he got now, tr- he got treatment.
6: One report I heard suggested, and you're right, the details are fuzzy, mm-hmm. that he left to go call for help, which seemed weird to me because I would imagine there were three cell phones in that car.
7: Yeah. He he. So I don't he know about left. That. That's odd. Two people trapped in the car. Mm-hmm. Um odd, uh, but no spinal cord problems for Kevin Hart. Had surgery, expected to make a full recovery. Um, the more seriously injured was his friend, Jared Black, that was driving. He was pinned in the car, and he was flown to UCLA Medical Center. All around very bizarre mm, little ending to that story.
6: And there was a woman in the car who had suffered very few minor injuries, yes, right? Yes,
7: who they're saying is the girlfriend of Jared Black, who might be his trainer. Is gotcha. <laughs> everyone training each other I, I in the story? <laughs> I don't know. I don't huh. know. But it's very odd. It happened near enough to his house that he could call someone. That person could come and get him, take him away from the scene. Mm-hmm. And then
6: uh,
7: it's weird. It's weird.
6: It's weird for a celebrity to flee a scene at which he's not at fault for anything.
7: Yes, Yes, I mean, <laughs> that is a good way of saying it.
6: Good way of saying maybe his trainer wasn't driving. Right.
5: What? Yeah, that's what I was thinking the whole time, too. What? Why else would he g- run from the scene? Instead of helping his friend get out of the car, maybe.
7: Mm-hmm. Or, Look, we don't or, know. We're guessing. It's yeah. all yeah, the legend. yeah,
5: But maybe he got a
4: poop.
7: Oh, we didn't think about the poop. Mm. Maybe. Uh, yeah.
5: Kevin,
6: Kevin Hart, your comment?
9: Uh... To all the kids out there I just want to say Don't drink oh. You know When alcohol is in your system You
6: do dumb stuff Okay uh, yeah, we that. don't know.
7: That was him uh, after don't. he had stormed the stage when the Eagles won the <laughs> Super Bowl, which was some of the best video you've ever seen. Him being <laughs> held back, he's like, "I'm Kevin Hart. I'm the biggest fan." <laughs> <laughs> I well, when, love
6: when that. they let Drake sit on the bench for the Raptors, Kevin Hart feels like he should be able to be part
7: of his team too. You're right. You are so right. <laughs> All right, guys, some birthdays for you: Sean White, Steve Jones. How much do we love Steve Jones? The best. Jonesy. Legend. Remember the video of him walking down the beach where he just had this like old-timey <laughs> music playing and he's doing this weird walk? I'm just saying, go to Steve Jones' uh, Instagram. You will be delighted by what you see. And Charlie Sheen. I'm tired
5: of
9: pretending like I'm not special. I'm tired of pretending like I'm not bitching a total freaking rock star from Mars. Okay, well, mm. happy
7: birthday to you on Mars. And that's what's happening.
9: It's the Kevin and Bean Show.
6: Yeah. K-Rock. Hey, party people. Thanks for tuning in. It was, a, uh, it was a tough weekend, Kevin. I know you don't watch the news because you're a kid. I don't. That, uh, that hurricane? Oh, I hmm, saw some of it, that. It, yeah, is maybe Instagram. the worst hurricane ever. Can you imagine? You know, you see what kind of damage a tornado does when it's over your house for 20 seconds. Imagine a hurricane with 185-mile-an-hour winds over where you live for... Three days it just stalled, right? It just wouldn't it just move. It was
7: going one oh. mile per hour. And then
6: it was going zero last night, Allie. It was going Ugh. zero miles an hour above pe- where people live. Yeah. I don't know what's going to be left of the Bahamas when it's done. Yeah,
5: but and That's it was Bean's
6: just, great news. No, no, no. Mm. I'm oh. just saying there was that and there was the horrible, horrible boat fire in California and there was another mass shooting in Texas. It was just a terrible weekend to have the news on. And that's why... We're, we're moving away from that, and we're bringing you some things to make you happy like we do every week about this time. We call it Great News. When you wake up, all
3: you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and
6: Bean
9: can make that go away. It's time.
5: Allie gave me a story, and we've been laughing about this since we saw it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, There's a little kid, 12-year-old named Max Tingle, and every day when he gets home from school, his older brother Noah, who's 17 years old, he's 12, his 17-year-old brother, meets him in some type of costume. Every day. (laughs) Just to kind of make an impression on him. This is his senior year. He's going to go away to college. He wants to make sure he bonds with Max, the 12-year-old. And it's the sweetest, funniest thing. And then it got on social media, and people started sending costumes, and it's incredible. Here's their story: The bus ride home from school has become a lot more creative for one family in Central this year.
8: News: nice Justin von Springer has more on the bus stop surprise between brothers that's gained quite the following on social media.
5: I don't want a bus stop surprise, by the way. That doesn't sound, <laughs> doesn't good. sound <laughs> good. By the <laughs> way, who,
6: is, who has a better name? Uh, what was that? Uh, Justin von Stringer? Was yeah, that? His yeah, it name? like four <laughs> names. And do a report on Max Tingle. I mean, this story has everything. Yeah,
10: Michael, Sylvia, Noah Tingle is a senior at Central High, and one summer break ended, he wanted to do something to make his senior year memorable for his little brother and best friend, Max, but he never expected his after-school antics to gather such a following. Most kids look forward to the bus ride home after a long day of school, but Max Tingle enjoys his drop-off for a totally different reason. What's up, big dog? His older brother, Noah, is waiting for him outside each day, donning anything from an LSU football uniform to today's firefighter outfit.
5: Did you see when he was wearing the uh, Santa Claus costume? Yes. And his brother, like,
10: straight sprinted to try and get away from him?
7: And the Chewbacca outfit, he's, like, hitting him, like,
10: leave me alone. My last year of high school, and I saw he was coming off the bus when I was at home. So I just want to embarrass him. Rain or shine, Noah makes sure he's out front when his brother's bus comes down the street. Usually a warm embrace follows, but originally for Max, it wasn't something he totally looked forward to.
1: At first, I was surprised and kind of embarrassed. But now I'm
5: just used to it. (laughs) It sounds
10: (laughs) like he's just given up, he's given up life.
5: (laughs) Oh look, now I just, I can't do anything about it, so I guess that's the way it is. And the
10: costume greeting has taken on a life of its own. A Facebook page now dedicated to the Daily Charade has hundreds of followers. It's gotten a lot bigger than I thought it would ever be. For the amount of people that saw it and loved it, it was just crazy. Teachers, students, strangers, even the bus driver, all checking in each day to see what exactly Noah will be wearing. That's a, that's a good sign of people need this
5: yeah for yeah. sure so many people were wondering what this older brother is going to be wearing when he met his brother yeah that's, mm-hmm. that's craziness that that's is this a summer school he was doing it for i mean is this getting ready to end uh, no i think it's it's august and mm-hmm. he's getting ready to go mm, he's a senior and he's going to be playing sports and he's mm-hmm. not going to be home before his
10: brother Gotcha. Coming up in a little bit. From Santa Claus to Max's favorite Chewbacca, it's always a surprise until that bus pulls up. I mean, the first outfit was just kind of something silly, and then I started to come up with more ideas. But then when my mom started posting them, people were donating different costumes and outfits, so just started using theirs. A few weeks into the school year, Noah doesn't know how much longer he'll keep his welcome home ritual going. But before college starts calling next year, he wants to make sure Max has plenty of good memories. Regardless of how goofy they may be, it's such Aww, a sweet story. I love it nice. so much. As
5: much as he's half trying to embarrass his mm-hmm. brother, oh yeah, he's also there for him every day when he gets yep. off the bus. Yeah, yep, awesome. that's all love, right? And there. that's my great news. There
6: are a lot of uh, wonderful charities that do what they can to help our military men and women. And I want to spotlight one today called Support the Enlisted. And it's like many others. It's one where you can nominate somebody, a person who's currently serving or a veteran who needs help. And Raven Smith was nominated recently. This is a local story. This happened down in Torrance. She is an Army veteran who has been without an automobile for a year. And you can imagine how tough that is, living in Torrance without having a car, yeah. okay? So Support the Enlisted is the project, and they nominated her, and they came up with a plan. Allstate Insurance is the sponsor of this, and 20 different technicians from a place called Caliber Collision down in Torrance, shout out, they restored a car for her. Wow. They uh, basically gave it to her. They showed They brought her to the place, and it was a big surprise. She's an 11-year veter- veteran, by the way, Who's deployed twice to combat zones in Iraq. And as you can imagine, when they unveiled a new-to-her car, she completely teared up.
10: It's going to change my life dramatically. I'll be able to drive to Target just to get groceries. I don't have to pay $10 to... Go and get groceries, which is right down the street from my house.
6: She, by the way, lost her car a year ago when it uh, it basically overheated and the engine seized up. She was taking her 13-year-old daughter to a medical appointment. That's when she lost her car. Wow. Since then, she has been walking nearly an hour each way back and forth to work. So this car is really going to be a lifesaver. So shout out to Allstate Insurance and Caliber Collision in Torrance. It's great. And the organization, again, if you want to check it out, it's called Support the Enlisted. And that's my... Great news.
7: I brought you this story last year, and Kevin and Bean listeners came out in full force, as they always do. And I just want to thank you again for that. But it's Was time. Was Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam there also? Wow. Did you just Lisa Lisa oh. and Cult Jam full force it? Wow. I just. I, I but just. But with the, oh, and my the. God. Jesus. Do we have to stop now? We do. But this is such a good story. I want to continue. All right. So I had heard about this. Um, There's a woman named Tanya Suster that had seen a video of a program up at Fresno State where they all got together at the school. And they made life a little bit easier for the kids moving into the dorms that had aged out of the foster care system. These are kids that uh, basically once they're 18 they have nobody i didn't know this yeah it's different state to state but usually 18 to 21 you age out of foster care i didn't know that
5: until luke robotize charity he has a charity where he helps those kids go to college and it i was like what you can age
7: out absolutely so think about when you started college and you went to your dorm room the first day and your mom and dad were there. They were helping you make the bed, and they were like, okay, we're going to buy you this. We're going to buy you that. They don't have this at all. So these are kids that made it into UCLA after overcoming so many obstacles in the foster care system. They are so inspiring. So this woman, Tanya Suster, decided, well, we're going to make it a little easier for them. Now they're on their third annual dorm room drive, and they do such incredible things They buy everything for them. And you can go on to fosterkidsucla.com. It costs about $500 per student just for the basics. That's sheets, towels, mattress pads, extension cords, toiletry, stuff that they go to their first day and they don't have. But because of these people that all got together to do this, they have it. And... They have a group of people that go down for the move in, which this year it's a little bit later. So it's September 19th and 20th at UCLA. They make their beds for them. There's moral support. They go and buy UCLA hats like everybody else has. So they've got everything there ready for them on move-in day. So they feel like they're a part of something, which is so beautiful. And they couldn't make it easier on fosterkidsucla.com. You can donate Venmo. You can donate. You could go to the registry. You could buy specific things. It's so easy on their website. And Kevin and Bean fans And listeners last year did so much. And she was sending me pictures and videos Mm -hmm. of these kids that were like, this feels like Christmas. This is amazing. I can't believe, A, that not only did I make it into UCLA, but now everything I need is right here on my first day, which is such a blessing for these kids. So if you want to take part, again, it's fosterkidsucla.com. And it's amazing, and it's the third annual dorm room drive. So let's get every single one of those kids moving in, everything that they need to start their school year off right. And that's my great news.
3: It's the Kevin
0: and Bean Show. Hey, rock This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?
6: Let me just say uh, one more quick thing about uh, this uh, Hurricane Dorian, and that yes. is, how many times over the weekend did you guys see a reporter standing out on the beach talking about how the governor had issued a mandatory evacuation order, and people are just walking by? <laughs> <Yep>. always <laughs> happens. Behind them, just eating fries. Yep. And- out laying their
4: towels out of the sand. I'm like, what
6: What part of mandatory evacuation do you guys not
4: get? Also, we don't need the reporter out there. No. no. It needs to be That's explained. never going to change, It doesn't though. help ratings if that much. If it's raining, nope. they have to be in the rain. It's just no. that's
5: the, how they do it. Even put, a sta-
6: put a static camera out there. Yeah. You don't have to have a person out there who can barely stand because the wind is so bad. Exactly. I don't get it. All right. Guys are dumb, and we know it for a lot of reasons. Um, I guess Dave kind of put this back on our radar, so why don't we start with him. The topic is, you know you should have gotten medical assistance. There's no reason why you didn't go to the doctor for this thing, but because you're a stupid man, you didn't. Or a stupid woman that
9: acts like a stupid man. Yeah, there are very very, very few of those. Way fewer. What, uh, What happened, King. Well, this goes back to the Kevin Party Bus Vegas singles party. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Muggs were partying with with a group of friends, and uh, I decided it would be a good idea to do a handstand at 4 o'clock in the morning while wasted.
2: Hmm. How did that...
9: Uh, do you remember how that came up? Yeah, we were playing a drinking game. You shouldn't <laughs> okay, play drinking right. games at... 4 a.m. in the morning. No.
7: Uh, Well, you're you're 21. Yes. So it makes sense. So it makes sense. You know,
9: we're new to drinking and and it's it's smart. And your body can take it. Exactly. So I attempt to do this handstand, which I want to say I I did. Yes, I I, believe we need to post that video because it's one of the funniest things I've seen. uh, Do you
4: have video uh, of the actual injury? I do, yeah. Yeah. Wow. But I'm not
9: going to post it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Uh. And, you know, I land squarely on my shoulder. When he
5: says he does a handstand, I mean, he...
9: I did a handstand. In,
5: in the falling over part, he no, was, no, the, he was no, there no, for no. a split no, second. Were I, I was upright, I yes. was upright yes, and you go were. straight down. Right, right on straight the shoulder. Oh, not, no. not falling so, over, straight down. So gravity worked. Gravity did work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
9: Yeah. yeah, so I land straight on my shoulder and immediately it hurts i'm like ow, ow 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 ow, and i'm laughing and you know i'm drunk at this time so it's fine um a plus couple- you're at a party you yeah, really- yeah yeah and then a couple of minutes later you know maybe about 15 minutes later i'm like all right i'm gonna call it a night because i'm in too much pain and i'm oh, gonna wow. go to bed so i go to bed the next morning i wake up can't lift my arm can't live you know mm-hmm. i am having trouble putting on my t-shirt get on a flight home i'm like okay it'll get better I, I, uh, that's
5: that's the point right there. Yeah. Why? You'll yeah. get better yeah.
9: because it's just sore. Um, and then, uh, so someone who was in in the room with us was Dr. Gill, who who is a doctor. So yeah. he sent me. I'm not positive by the way, but he sent me a, a list of what a separated shoulder is. Mm-hmm. And I look at it and I was like, all right, severe pain at the moment of the injury occurs. Yeah. Okay. So I'm getting a little worried. Limited shoulder movement and tenderness on top of your shoulder at the end of your collarbone. Uh, okay. Swelling and bruising of your shoulder. Nope. No swelling. And then a twisted shoulder. No, it's good. So I'm fine. I do not need to go to the doctor. I tell him, thank you. And when I, was this? this was, Two weeks ago? This was last Sunday. Last Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Last we're, Sunday We're morning. going into
4: a second week. This, yes. is,
9: this is day eight now. How long do you think you'll wait? Like, if it still hurts, next week will you go? Well, I can tell you right now, I it doesn't hurt until I, like, stretch high. So okay, it's, so it's going away. So so You'll never
4: have to stretch high again, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah so well, no,
9: but it's going away. So we, we, I'm
4: fine. We just want to go on record as saying that earlier when you left the room mm-hmm. and went to open the door, you audibly groaned. Oh, you went, oh. yeah, you went, When you went to open the door. Today? Yes. Yes. Well, okay. Well, sure.
7: The door closed. I'm like, did anyone just hear Dave completely wincing (laughs) and groaning Mm -hmm. at opening a door?
4: (laughs) You definitely injured yourself. Yeah. This isn't going to, you're not Wolverine. It's not going to heal itself. I did
9: injure myself. Wait,
4: wait.
7: Are you Wolverine?
9: That's a great question. No.
7: Last okay. Okay, okay,
0: good. okay,
9: No, but I did injure myself, but you know what? It's like I've done this before where you sp- roll an ankle and stuff like that. And it gets better on its own. So yeah. I iced it a little bit. I put some heat on it, and it's it's good. I'm good at to go. At the same time?
0: Uh, no. Yes, I said no, I, I, I said. No, at the yeah. same time. Is
9: part of the reason, Dave, that you honestly think it would be a big waste of time because there's nothing they could do for it? Exactly. There's there's. What are they going to tell me? Like, oh, it's hurt. And you're like, okay, put some ice but- on it, take some Advil. Because, you know,
6: know, I fractured my hand about a month ago. I uh, just had a a very heavy object in storage fall on it. And it was obvious. I mean, it was very bruised up, but it was obvious immediately to me that it was fractured. But I thought, it's just going to heal on its own, honestly. (laughs) And I don't want to walk around with...
4: I'm the exact opposite of this being a Jewish male I go to the doctor immediately uh, when there's nothing going on and when I fractured my hand I went to the doctor and it, it hurt so bad and he's, you know, and he sat and he was like listen I could do all these things to it and I said yes immediately before he finished the sentence mm-hmm. he said but if you didn't do anything to it it would heal itself sometimes that's true but not. I don't think that's always true and then I looked at him and I was like what madman does that <laughs> <laughs> and now I work with
6: now one now you know you yeah. work with a
5: couple yeah um,
6: Donna Took my hand uh, about a week ago, and uh, and she just <laughs> squeezed it, and it was like I got shot. I was yeah. like, ah! And she's like, are you kidding me? It still hurts that much. I'm like, yeah, but it's gonna get better. She's like, you have to go to the doctor. You're a moron. But again, guy defense. Yeah,
7: guy, guy defense. Unbelievable. Just dumb. What if it heals like in a weird claw? It,
5: by the way, it
6: can
7: in heal. Yeah. It yeah. very
5: well could. yes yeah. but I mean. No. That's a good no. point, Bean. <laughs> good point. That's
7: a
6: great point. I, I am a doctor, well and I'm telling you that that's oh. not the case. Yeah. My- so that's the topic that we are looking for, is you should have gone to get uh, medical attention. You needed a doctor, but you
5: didn't go.
4: Or still need it. Yeah. Or true. still need it, yeah.
5: yes. Uh, Kevin, this has to have happened to you, right? Yeah, I broke my nose, and I reset it on my own in front of the mirror. <laughs> oh, my
4: God.
5: Because <laughs> you've seen a lot of Westerns,
2: I and you saw, know how, that's how I saw it, it on TV,
5: so I just grabbed it, and I was like, this is going to hurt. I just went, Psh! And it pretty much straightened out. And I, never I respect and got that. It. By Thank the you, way. Pete. Thank you. I got wow. no problems with that. I also broke a foot playing indoor soccer and didn't do anything with it. Just put a, my own splint on it and just walked around for a bit. And Who then are and you're
4: you? fine, right? I'm an <laughs> idiot.
5: You know that. <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. By the I'm way, the king of the idiots.
9: By the way, guys, going back to uh, Kevin and fixing his own nose, I, remember Lethal Weapon 2 when uh, Riggs used to... Yes. I thought about when doing sep- that. When his shoulder Wait. was separated? Yeah, so, yeah. you yeah. would smash, smash it like into a the wall. wall. I thought about yeah, that. You should definitely do that. Should and do that and we now. should definitely tape it for <laughs> social media.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right, quick break. 1-800-520-1067. Every man listening has this story. (laughs) We want to hear about the thing you did not go to the doctor for. We'll take your calls next on K Rock.
3: It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q.
5: Let's take one phone call. Let's make it John, who is calling from North Hollywood. Good morning, John. And good morning, party people. We are talking about you should have
6: gone to the doctor, but you didn't because you're a dude. What happened? So the wife and I
1: were having sexy time in the shower. Oh. And and I slipped and busted my head open. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, pretty 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 bad. Like you know where I, I I'm sure I definitely needed stitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we both decided that we shouldn't go because we were both really high. And right. this was before it was recreational. We had a couple of really young kids, and we were freaking out that maybe they were going to take the kids away from us. <laughs> so between the both of us, we just decided if I don't black out that I, I i would just put pressure on it we held pressure on it for about two hours and then i wore a hat for about a week <laughs> <laughs> Sold it all in. Um, the blood was well, no the blood was attached to the hat you just couldn't get it off <laughs> it eventually healed but it healed like it overlapped on the skin it didn't heal oh.
6: right on there so i have like this weird scar but you can't see it because my hair is growing on top but you can sure. definitely feel it. how uh, how many stitches uh, do you estimate you probably would have gotten had you gone to the doctor
1: uh Well, I, I think we counted like the gash was about two and a half inches long.
7: We're talking so, about your head, I mean,
1: though. Yeah, that's,
5: a, that's about 15 stitches, I think. Yeah. Dude. The wow. only question, and I'm surprised no one's asked it yet, is did you finish? I mean, let's be honest. That's a
7: great question, Kevin.
5: <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> uh,
4: uh, Yeah, of course we do. Okay. okay. Also, John, <laughs> real quick, what's two plus two? <laughs>
3: Four. <laughs> I think you're all right. right. K R O Q. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. They're a little drunk. Bear with them. K Rock. I uh,
6: fell off a stage one time. Uh huh. And um, but you got oh, taken out in a, on a stretcher. hmm I did get taken out on a stretcher, and and when it happened, uh, I I was unconscious, and uh, it landed on my uh, tailbone, did mm-hmm. quite a bit of damage. I woke up, and Doctor Drew was right there at my side, which yes. I was I was so happy to hear, and they took me to the ambulance. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, even though I was in an ambulance and was in a great deal of pain and had unspecified injuries, we didn't know how bad it was yet. I declined to go to the hospital.
5: He got back out Jeez. of the ambulance.
4: Yes, and I everybody
5: did. was like, "You need to tell him to stay in there." I'm like,
4: "Well, part of I don't control." What him. is your thinking then? Being like, "I have a hangnail and go to the doctor." Like, I what, don't. I don't-
6: I don't know. It was a stupid, stupid thing because I didn't get any drugs as a result of that. And it was one of the most painful things that I ever went through. And instead, I had Dave drive me back to the hotel and help me up to the room. Hmm. So uh, guys don't make great choices when they're in pain. Mm -hmm. And I I don't fully understand what it's about. But I will tell you, Cynthia has some insight. She's on Line 8. She's in Pasadena. She has a story that maybe will shed some light on it. Hey, Cynthia.
8: Hi guys. Hi there. So, um, this was about 12 years ago. He's my husband now, we were dating at the time. And he was complaining about a pain on his right side of his abdomen. Mm-hmm. My sister had appendicitis a year prior, so I recognized the symptoms right away. And I kept on telling him, you need to go to the hospital. You need to go to the hospital, it's appendicitis. He swore it was a hernia. No, it's just a hernia. He was drinking cranberry juice. And I was like, yeah, cause that's how you treat a hernia, <laughs> you juice.
5: You married a dumb dude. <laughs>
8: So I finally tell him the story of my stepdad's brother who had appendicitis way back, like in the 60s, -hmm. and his um, appendix ruptured and it poisoned his bloodstream. So he was in a body cast for a full year. Oh, my goodness! True story. And that's what finally got him to go to the hospital. When he got there, it like they don't even know if it ruptured or they accidentally cut it when they were doing the surgery. But Mm. I mean, he got there just in the nick of time. Oh my god. Wow.
5: His appendix his appendix though? That's what went south in there? I'm sorry. His I'm appendix sorry. burst? Yes. Yes. <sighs>
8: Cuz he had, he was dealing with the pain for 2 days.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
6: Mm. Uh you married a dumbass. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thank you for the call. <laughs> All he, right. He was, what 800 he was
7: drinking cranberry juice? For yes, hermia. I mean. Yes. yes. Not it's that's like a UTI, dude. Yes. What's exactly. happening? <laughs> um I,
6: Not a good one. Oh, here we go. Uh, Jacob, please. Alhambra, line two, up next on The Kevin Amin Show.
5: Morning, Jacob.
4: Hey, what's up? Guy Power. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, Jacob. Sure. Sure, yeah. Absolutely. It's going our way right now, yeah. (laughs) What's your story? (laughs) All right. So, in high school, I dislocated
1: uh, my rib in a wrestling match, and I didn't go to the doctor because I was afraid they'd tell me I'd have to stop wrestling but I had to stop wrestling because it hurt so much anyway. Oh, so. uh-huh.
5: man. Did you end up eventually and, going?
1: Uh, no. Uh, and so it kind of, the way it healed is that it sticks out about an inch or two out of my, like, middle of my torso below my nipple. Oh, oh that's very cool. It's, it's never been a problem except uh, when my... I want to cuddle with my girlfriend so we watch a movie. She'll only cuddle on my left side because
4: if she cuddles on my right, she'll be like, your weird rib is poking me. And it's not a rib. <laughs> you, have like yeah. a, you have, like, a nipple bone. <laughs> Yeah, basically. That isn't good for you. That's
2: very I don't know. I think,
6: I think his story ended up okay. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Is it? Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Uh, from the 626, a few years ago, my boyfriend got bit by a spider on his back and became sick to the point that he couldn't hold food down, but refused to go to the emergency room a week. After that, he finally went after not being able to even hold water down and ended up having to get surgery to remove the... Allie, are you ready? Yes. Pussball. ball oh.
7: Oh, stop it you go to hell
4: he had to stay in the hospital for 3 days after that
6: probably could have avoided all of that oh, if he had man. gone shortly after being bit by a spider
4: i mean kevin how long did you wait before you well, went
6: well i
5: told in? you it it was scary to me yeah. when i saw the back of my neck i was like holy s i need to go right now okay. but normally i don't okay let's uh, let's go to brandy
6: she's an orange she's lion 3 she may be our only lady on this topic Hey, Brandy.
5: Welcome to the Dumb Guy
2: segment. Um, hi, guys. Hi. Um, my fiancé, um, when we first started dating about seven years ago, um, he was in a mosh pit at a show. And oh, came so you're not the dumb
6: one. Cool. It's still, no, it's it's still so, another yeah. dude. It's okay. another dude. Go yeah. ahead. Right. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, I dr- drunk out of his mind at 20 years old in a mosh pit and came down funny on his legs and thought, immediately collapsed, but thought, ah, oh, it'll be fine. They take him out of the show, sit him down, and uh, he kind of he goes to kind of get it checked out, but they don't they don't do much with it. Basically, they just tell him you know it's it's sprained or whatever, and he 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 just deals with it for like ten days, not being able to move. It swells up like a football. It's totally black, hmm. and when we finally convince him he needs to go and really get it checked out and pay attention to it, turns out. He tore two tendons that, you know, rubber band back up into his leg. He fractured his, or broke through his tibia, and then he separated his oh foot my. off of his ankle by, oh. like, four centimeters.
4: Mm. Oh, my God. Did you know what the band was, he, though? Was it, like, a cool band? It,
8: uh, I think so. I feel like it was a bad religion show, but Oh, I, okay. Maybe oh, right worth, yeah. yeah.
7: worth it. Maybe worth
3: it. turned around.
7: <laughs> Did he just so drink cranberry it, juice? But... <laughs>
9: or... <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey.
2: And now, a public service announcement from The Kevin
7: and Bean Show. Hey, it's Allie. I know we mostly kid here on Kevin and Bean, but with today's heat, I want to get serious for a second. With these temperatures, buttholes are the first to feel it. Be aware of swamp ass. Keep a washcloth close and your anus in mind. Thanks for listening. The Kevin and Bean Show. We care.
5: It's a beautiful sentiment.
4: Yeah, doing our job. Something
7: new. Helping I your thought bee-ho. it was hot
5: outside, but it's
6: even hotter hearing Allie talk about anuses,
7: right? Ooh. I mean, that, mm. that's Who's, weird. No Who's with zero people? Just given advice to people who have swamp ass.
6: First, Allie's got what's happening on a Tuesday.
7: I'm not saying it's my favorite story in a while, but this is my favorite story in a while. A Catholic school in Nashville, Tennessee has banned the Harry Potter series. Why, you may ask? <sighs> well, a reverend at the school claims that the books include both good and evil magic, as well as spells, which, if read by a human, can conjure evil spirits. Calm down, bitch.
5: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
7: Reverend Dan Rehill at St. Edward's Catholic School Parish said, quote, Hail Satan. Nope. Quote, the curses and spells used in the books are actual curses and spells, which, when read by a human being, risk conjuring evil spirits into the presence of the person reading the text. <laughs> he explains in the email that was sent out that he has consulted several exorcists in mm. the U.S. and in Rome, and it was recommended that the school remove the books. One of the Not students, cool. one of the students cool said, That's <laughs> bullshit. I mean, I went to Catholic school. My whole life, yeah. This is this is some bizarre stuff. I mean, um, we believe some crazy stuff. And why (laughs) so soon? By the way, who's with me? (laughs) But yeah, why so soon? Exactly. I don't know.
6: I mean, I feel like the books have been around long enough and have been popular enough that if there were any spells being conjuring from reading them,
7: we'd have heard about it, right? I just hope that people are walking by him in the halls with little wands, and they're just yeah. like, boo, and just freaking him out. If I saw him, I'd be like, excuse me,
4: sir, when are we bringing out the sorting hat? Like, right? I would just ask him all Harry Potter questions.
7: Sir, I'm aware you're a muggle. However, <laughs> like, just, what what is happening? You guys in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. A person's
5: being dumb. Mm-hmm. So dumb.
7: <laughs> Isn't it that is. creepy?
0: It
7: is. <laughs> I love it so much. Guys... The Spice Girls are reportedly set to meet with Victoria Beckham to discuss what? Oh, just the prospect of playing Glastonbury 2020. Ah! All right. So Mel B, otherwise known as Scary Spice, has claimed that she and Jerry, Ginger, Mel C, Sporty Spice, and Emma, Baby Spice, we Will be meeting with Beckham to discuss playing that show because Posh Spice expressed her desire to do so. Oh, <gasps> but she was she, she sat was out the whole out. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she sent out the
4: Wembley shows.
7: Maybe it's just I don't want to do a tour. I don't want to do anything. I want to see how much one-off. money you
4: make first, and then I'll make my decision. Yeah,
7: and if you're gonna do a show with all of them, it's gonna be Glastonbury, right? Sure, no. I would
0: so. unbelievable.
7: But if Glastonbury proves impossible, fans can still take comfort in knowing that all five of them, yes, all five, are signed up to appear in a forthcoming animated movie. Will that take the place of yeah, Glastonbury?
8: No. No,
5: no, not the same. Not even a little bit, no.
6: What is the last band that they did an animated TV show or movie about?
7: sha
6: I mean, I'm thinking of, you know, the early days. The Beatles had a cartoon. <laughs> the Jackson 5 had a cartoon. But yeah. what was it? I mean, more in more modern
4: times. Has think, anyone? Jensen? I'm thinking. New anyone? Kids. New Kids. New kids on the block. Boy. I feel like mm. T-Pain had a cartoon over at Adult Swim. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Really? <laughs> okay. Freak Nick or something like that. Oh. That doesn't make,
6: happen often. No. No, it doesn't. It's
4: also not the same.
6: No, it doesn't replace seeing them together now. Correct.
7: I don't know. Super stoked to see McLasterberry, but now I can watch this animated movie, so (laughs) it's cool. So weird. I don't know if I've been as excited for a movie as I am Joker. How incredible has every single trailer, every snippet that you've seen, has been better than the one before? Unbelievable! Agreed, can't wait. Well, it received an eight-minute standing ovation at the Venice Film Festival over the weekend. Eight
5: minutes is a long
7: time, right? Wouldn't you be like if you're Joaquin? Like I'm gonna go get a beer. I'll be (laughs) right back, and
5: then they kept cheering, and then he came back with a beer.
7: Eight minutes, you guys. Oscar buzz already. Uh, early reviews call it a masterpiece. Groundbreaking. I mean, this thing uh, its looking pretty good, you guys.
6: And I think one of the things that people are finding so interesting is that it is it's a superhero movie because of the character, the Joker, but it is completely reality based. Right. Like there's no people flying or things blowing up or, you know, people shooting lightning out of their fingertips. Hey, there's nothing like wrong that. with
5: those movies, man. No, but I'm
6: saying Yeah, let's, this not, is... let's
4: not let story get in the way.
5: <laughs> 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 this
6: is different in that it kind of could be, could be real, could happen. Mm. Looks great.
7: great. Now we're going to have all these like, oh, I'm descending into madness, like Joker people, right?
6: Well, I don't know if that's... I don't know... Oh, that's I not
7: where you're think saying. So. No. Okay, no. Uh, October fourth, by the way.
6: Joaquin losing fifty two pounds to play this role—that's some commitment.
4: <laughs> I think he just does that. I think he just diets, and that's how he gains and loses weight. Just picks up roles.
7: Christian Bale is laughing at this conversation. <laughs> <happening>, <laughs> no right? Kidding. He's like, "I lost fifty pounds for a role. I had to lose five. He's amazing, you guys. Not to take away from Joaquin. No, Phoenix, not at all. Because of- Christian Bale is. pretty. Amazing, you guys. Um, hey, when we come back, I'd like to talk to you about cheese. I'm sorry, (laughs) you heard me. Okay, Okay. I want to talk to you about cheese. And would you pay $900 for cheese?
6: Can I answer now? Yeah, Yeah. same. Absolutely not. Oh,
7: oh, you would so pay $900 for cheese. What if it's a 72 pound wheel of cheese?
5: (laughs) Do I get to chase All it right, down I'll a mountain? right, I'll
7: do the story now. Uh, Costco <laughs> is actually selling a whopping 72-pound wheel of Parmesan cheese for 900 You got too much dip on your chip. Which works out to $0.78 cents per ounce or $12.50 per pound. But
5: you have to buy 144 of them.
7: You have to buy, yeah, the 72-pound <sighs> yeah, wheel of Parmesan. Um, however, I did like the reviews on the store's page. Um, one person said... I bought this as a surprise for my son's wedding reception. He's a fiend for the stuff. With the help of YouTube instructions and the proper tools and his good buddy, he and his brother cracked open the parm in front of family and friends to great applause and cheers. It was fun to watch and actually quite beautiful. The cheese is magnificent, fragrant, and delicious. Another reviewer wrote, got this as a gift. What the hell am I supposed to do with all this cheese? <laughs> <laughs> These are actual
10: reviews.
7: This is oh. cheese great. It's just, it's too much cheese. It's too much cheese, you guys. Don't right? mess with
3: my cheese, bro.
7: All right, bro. Some birthdays for you. Charlie Sheen. People can't figure me out. They can't
9: process me. I don't expect them to. You can't process me with a normal brain. All
7: right. Steve Jones and Sean White. And that's what's happening.
9: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Okay,
3: you rock. Here was So Good, Near the Rose Bowl. Kevin,
5: Just how was the cure this weekend? Oh, so great. They are your favorite band, right? <laughs> so great. One of my favorite bands, yeah. So mm-hmm. great. Rage Against the Machine is my favorite. But I. it's been, what? It's been a minute since they've been here. It has. Five, six, seven years or something like that?
6: Did you happen to, as many people did, run into Lady Gaga in the audience? I did not. She was having the time of her life
5: at that cure show. She had access that I didn't have access to, oddly. Also, what do you mean? I mean, she was, I don't know, she was in some section where there weren't a lot of people around her. Oh, okay. Except for her people. Oh. But uh, yeah, getting a beer, though, getting a beer should not take 30 to 40 minutes. Oof. No. Each time. Yeah. That's rough.
7: You don't love that.
5: How are the Deftones? How were the Pixies? Didn't see Deftones. I got there just after them. I was very disappointed. Pixies were good. Pixies were good. They could use a a turning stage, though, people, like we do. They could use a turning stage. Yeah. So Pixies go off, and it's a full hour before The Cure comes on. Do
7: they think you're going to go to the other stage and see the other bands? There
5: wasn't any... mm, I don't think there was one going after Pixies. Hmm. Between Pixies and The Cure. But so the you cure just was, kind of all looked just at stood each stood there other for and, an hour? Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, here we are. Huh. Sure wish The Cure would come out, but we knew <laughs> they weren't supposed to come out for another hour, so it took a while.
4: You could have got two beers
6: in that time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. So we sent the right concert correspondent. Yes, thank you. Allie. Bean. You're going to introduce us to something new. It's Allie's Get Up
7: On This. It's it's not something I want to get you up on, um, but I would like to hear your thoughts on this. Right. Um, people had talked about it uh, a few years ago. There was an article, I think in the New York Times, about something called chore play. But it has come to the forefront because a blogger and an influencer wound up posting about chore play. And it has really divided people. Here's what chore play is. It's exchanging chores for sex. Oh. So wives, wives are cheekily, <laughs> cup, they're coupling the hashtag chore play with images of perfectly tidied up playrooms, freshly mopped floors, all to show that my husband's been very busy around the house. And because I hashtag chore play... We're about to get busy in
6: I the hate streets. This. I hate everything about
7: yep. this. Yeah, <laughs> I know the reason I, I hate it. Hate it so
1: the
6: reason I hate it is because sex is not something that you earn mm-hmm. based on something that you do for somebody else. It's supposed to be this. This goes back to hey, bring down the patriarchy here. This is what this is doing is saying that women don't enjoy sex. They give it
5: up if they have to.
7: It's it's leverage. To get stuff yes, done. Essentially. That's disgusting. That's, I didn't
5: feel like it was quite that serious. That's no, what a lot but of that's people what are, it is. are
7: saying. That listen, you're promoting this twisted power dynamic where you're basically saying, "Okay, because I need you to do this, the thing that I can give you, the only thing I have mm-hmm. is sex. So here, you you put together this table, I'm going to do you." But and i think what about uh, those of us that can't put together a table <laughs> yeah
8: you're, not, yeah, don't you're like.
6: not getting any sex yeah i just feel i don't know i mean i i don't know anything about this except what you said it mm-hmm. seems
5: super gross to me Allie.
7: okay being am okay. i wrong uh, i
5: i'm not taking it quite that seriously it seems like fun
7: yeah i them. think i think to certain couples if this is if this is kind of fun for yeah. them if this is kind of a kink if you will that good for them if it works for you. But if it becomes a thing where yeah. you're like, I am not having sex with you until you clean that up, that's transactional and that's weird and that's creepy. Absolutely. And then they but, come
5: to bed and then she says, well, did you take out the trash? She's exactly. Like, oh. the whole list. Up. he <laughs> <laughs> gets Yeah, it's just that
7: that makes it very gross. Absolutely. <laughs> But, yeah, you don't want it to feel like you're in a trans transactional relationship at all. But if you're keeping it kind of fun and you make it about, like, both of you, mm-hmm. let's say you dress up and you got, like, a whip and you're like, hey, Help! I'm just going to stand here and make sure you get this done. And then he's like, oh, is this right? As he's, you know, like, screwing a nut and bolt. What? I don't know. Um, what I'm saying is if you make it fun for the two of you mm-hmm. and that works, great. But if it does become something where everything is leveraged for sex, that's a problem in your relationship for sure.
6: I think so. How, 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 are, the, uh, how are the Internet divided on this? Is this uh... Uh, the
7: same exact way. Some oh. saying, oh, just have fun with it, whatever. And if you both are into sex and that's what you're going to do, and at the end of it, your whole kitchen looks great. And everyone's happy? Fantastic. Right. And then other people saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a real problem in your relationship. If the only way you can get your husband to help around the house is to do a chore, and the only way he feels he can get sex is to do a chore, that's a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, so bean is not for chore play.
5: I, I mean, out. it depends on how it's done. If it's if it's done in fun and both of them are having
4: fun, absolutely. Well, I'm against chores also. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize that. Oh, I'm okay. against play. Uh, <laughs> here's here's my thing. I think like. If it starts to feel like that's the only reason you're having sex is because you're doing the chores, that's mm-hmm. a major turn off. Yeah, yeah. But if you're doing it as like a role play, yes. that, but that would be minimal. That would be once in a while. You're also mm-hmm. like, you know, school bus driver and. Well, I guess that would probably be bad. What's happening right now? <laughs> don't look into one, Jensen's wait, the life. One, that's a, the that's a role, weird example. The one role-play scenario I came up with is <laughs> <It's> painfully
6: <laughs> illegal. You know how Jensen likes to pretend he's a pediatrician?
4: Oh. <laughs> it's
3: Kevin and Rock KROQ.
8: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt.
6: Inoculum. Is, uh, that is, that's pummeling. Tool. That's mm-hmm. that that's a hammerhead right there. <laughs> it's awesome. And it's also Tool Time. <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal, you guys. Tool, with their new album that just came out on Friday, first in 13 years, is going to be playing at Staples Center on October 20th or 21st. We are giving away tickets at 1-800-520-1067. The game is called Name That Tool.
9: Can you name that tool? Tool.
5: Sounds pretty straightforward, Kevin. How's the game played? Well, we're going to play a song. Oh, no, we're not. We're going to play sound effects of a tool. (laughs) Stop it. Not a song at all.
7: Stop
5: it. We're going to play sound effects of a tool.
7: No. You Mm -hmm. just
5: have to
4: identify what tool it is. It was hard for us to come up with a game to follow up Pennywise the Clown or Pennywise the Band. Right? right? Yeah. We found it. I think we've outdone ourselves. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you successfully
6: name that tool. Name that tool. You go into the drawing, and someone on hold wins tickets to see tool at Staples Center. Surprisingly, it's all gentlemen on the line for this game.
5: But why don't we uh, find out who our first contestant is? Hey, Rich. Hey, what's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. Name that tool. All right, you ready? Here we go. I can only play it for you once. What is this tool?
4: Sounds like
5: a jackhammer. It is. Oh, oh great. Yeah. Nicely done. Good How did you do it? Good start. All right. Good Name start. that tool. All right, so Rich is a yay. Who's next? Art in Pasadena. Good morning, Art. What's up, guys? Name that tool. You ready? All right, let's go.
6: All right. That's a chainsaw.
5: Isn't wow!
1: Wow. I
6: mean, wow! You gotta you gotta be really deep into Maynard and the band and their history and everything right? in this mm-hmm.
4: game. <laughs> Every album you have to own.
5: Sure. Tony in Northridge. Good morning. This is not for casual hey, morning, fans. Art. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Are you ready for? Name that tool.
1: Yes, sir. Let's do it. Here you go.
4: <laughs> what is that? That's what? from their first uh, album, I think. <laughs>
1: Either a that was a, a drill or a let's lower accept a. Drill. a drill. Nicely
4: done, Yay.
5: nicely done. Good it job. was a drill, <laughs> guys. Three for three. These dudes wow. know their tools. They really do. All right, let's go to. Is it Heimer?
0: Hi, man. High,
4: man. Oh, hi, man. I'm here. Hi, man. What's up, I'll I'll it, guys? I'll need that. Thank you. Is
1: it, it a name? Tool? Is it a hammer? Well.
4: I think we're about
6: to find out why Kevin called him that. Listen up. Can you name this tool? That's a hammer. Yeah. yeah.
4: Name that tool. And that <laughs> yeah. explains
5: it. You think that was in my head and
4: that's why I, I said it? I oh. think
5: it was high, high, I think it was, yeah, exactly. You're oh, giving it, me more it, credit than high high I need. Uh Robert <laughs> in Huntington Beach. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Alright, are you ready for Name that tool? Yes. All right. Good luck. <laughs> it's so stupid. What? How dare you say this is stupid? Robert. We need a tool name. <laughs> He's
8: Googling.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, uh, Robert. I don't know, honestly. Uh, oh, let's uh, see. That was a, a wrench. Yeah, that's a wrench. A, that yeah. was just a wrench. Yeah. A wrench. Hmm. You don't have
7: to say it was ratchet.
5: <laughs> let's go to Mike in Riverside. Good morning, Mike. Hi, <laughs> Mike.
6: Good morning.
5: Good morning.
6: All right, Mike, don't be ratchet. We're playing Name That Tool. Listen up. What's this? Here's a hint. Everyone who uses one should be shot. Weed Whacker. Yes. Yeah. Name
2: that
5: tool. All right. Fantastic. Like it's going great, you guys. we got time for one more. All right. Let's make it Chris in Long Beach. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. You ready for name that tool? Here you go. Yes, I am. Good luck. <laughs> wow, really? Really tough clues. <laughs> Some really tough clues there. What do you that you? sounds like a saw. That it is, is a saw. saw. Name that tool. Nicely done.
6: Kevin, how would the guy in the Saw movie congratulate her? <laughs> it? Congratulations, Chris. You
3: got All to right. play a game.
5: Hey, let me finish. <laughs> 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 Son of
7: a... <laughs> <him. laughs>
3: What's the light
7: like being cut <laughs> off, Kevin?
6: Ali, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I have to give you credit for remarkable restraint in a game that involved hammering and drilling uh, and weed whacking. You, you were very good.
7: I appreciate you it. You were
6: very good. All right, Rich it. and Art and Tony and Heimer... <laughs> and uh, Mike and I think please Chris see, are all in
7: the Imer, drawing
6: o- Only one will win tickets to see Tool on the 20th or 21st of October at Staples Center. Who's our winner, please?
7: I mean, we should still be happy for Tony because Tony's Tony. winning. winner. Tony! Is it Toner? Congrats, Toner. Congrats.
5: <laughs> and thanks for playing the game.
7: Name that Tool!
5: tool.
6: Name Get that Tool!
9: The world famous K Rock.
6: All right, Allie, uh, time for one final look at what's happening here on this Tuesday that feels like a Monday. What's going on?
7: Well, the Alec Baldwin roast on Comedy Central is going to tape this Saturday, and then it's going to air on September 15th. And we finally know who will be roasting him. They have finished... Rounding out the dais, we have all the names. So we knew it was going to be Robert De Niro, Blake Griffin, Caitlyn Jenner, Chris Redd, and, of course, Jeff Ross.
8: Sure.
7: But now we have even more names. Give me some Tina Fey. One who I think should be at every roast, because she absolutely kills it. Nikki Glaser. Nikki Nikki. Glaser. Excellent. Uh, Ken Jeong. Okay. Who, when you think mean... You think Ken Jeong, <laughs> right there. Uh, Caroline Ray. Okay. And Adam Carolla. Oh. Whoa. How about that? He's a pal. Adam Carolla. What? So there you have it. By the way, in case you didn't know, Sean Hayes will serve as roast master. Why don't so- Tina Fey... I don't really think I've of She's her not much of a,
4: I don't think she likes the roasting.
7: Okay. I mean, she
6: was just so close with him for so long that I would have expected. Maybe she'll do a video piece.
7: Yeah. Yeah. But well, I That do sounds like
4: a fun show. This will be a big uh, coming out uh, comedy-wise for Blake Griffin. Because mm-hmm. this will be sort of his biggest thing he's done out yeah. in public stand-up-wise, and he's so good and delivers
7: great. There you have it. There you go. Caitlyn Jenner, though. What? What? Hmm? Yeah, what's that about? Interesting. I don't know. Um, So, a lot happening with these Popeye's chicken sandwiches, right? (laughs) So, we found out last week they're gone. There's no more chicken. They need to, you know, replenish and then everything will be fine. And this is nationwide.
2: fat, juicy pickles.
7: Please stop um, holding up places like this location in Houston where a group of men pulled out a gun at a Popeye's because... They were out of the chicken sandwiches. We know they are out of chicken sandwiches, you guys. Stop it.
6: I don't even drive by the Popeyes in my neighborhood because I'm afraid of getting caught in some crossfire.
7: Yeah, it gets pretty crazy. Uh, that's why when I was handed this story from Dave, I thought to myself, well, this seems like a lie. Popeyes, are you lying to us? Do you have chicken sandwiches? What? What? Because it appears you have chicken sandwiches because when Diplo posts a picture of him boarding the Popeye's private plane, airstrip unknown, in route to Burning Man, eating himself some Popeye's chicken goddamn sandwiches on that plane. So you think mm. they're holding back? They're holding back. For celebs. Exactly. Okay, but it.
6: as a great woman once said, uh-huh. Well, that's
7: all well and good, but what does Diplo think? Diplo thinks I am on the Popeyes plane eating sandwiches and <laughs> life is good. It's awesome <laughs> to be Diplo. I do, I do like this article, though. Uh, while rich men who don't wear shoes on private planes are the least surprising thing in celebrity news, his hoarding of the chicken sandwiches does speak to the artificially generated demand and scarcity principles that have allowed the wealthy to hoard resources and deprive the working class of livable conditions. I mean, maybe, maybe f- that's pretty far. But still. Do you think
1: that really happened or do you not think... That really happened. It
7: happened. He Mm. posted stories of him eating the chicken sandwich. Diplo is eating chicken sandwiches on the Popeye's plane. Don't
2: never, ever trust Whitey.
4: So he's fiddling while Rome burns, basically, is what's That's
7: what I'm saying. Yeah. And Popeye's, you got sandwiches. Why are you lying?
4: But he's just straight up drinking water during a drought. You know what I mean? Just just spitting our faces with it. Not (laughs) even drinking the water, just letting the hose run into his yard. That's right. Disgusting.
7: This is a lot of info to process. Thank you, Martha. (laughs) I'm sorry about that. It is a lot. Um, Also a lot, Justin Bieber is sharing um, on his Instagram. And by a lot, it's pretty awesome. He's been honest with fans about his mental health. And now he's opening up all about his journey. And it's a very lengthy Instagram post. But in it you really start to see a whole different side of him. He talks about his struggles with getting famous at 13, not having to basically develop any life skills that we all have to learn because he says in we it... We do out of
5: necessity. Yeah. He, he didn't I have, have that. have
7: no skills. Right. He said... Everyone did everything for me, so I never even learned the fundamentals of responsibility. By this point, I was 18 with no skills in the real world, millions of dollars and access to whatever he wanted. And he said when he was 13, you just keep hearing, you're so great, you're this, you're that. You start believing it, and then everything just turns into, what can I get? How can I get it? And there's no rationality that you you go through. And this is how you screw up
6: and lose Selena Gomez, too, by the way.
7: Well, he does address that um, when you're on stage, that's the biggest high you have in your life. You're playing for millions of people. You come off stage... And you want that high again. That's why so many entertainers turn to drugs. And he said, I started doing pretty heavy drugs at 19 and abused all of my relationships. I became resentful, disrespectful to women, and angry. I became distant to everyone who loved me, and I was hiding behind a shell of a person that I had become. I felt like I could never turn it around. Wow. You hear that? I almost uh, like him. Yeah. Are we playing
3: yeah. Name That Tool again? Yeah. yeah, we're playing Name That Tool. It's, we're building the sound
7: space. No, the whole the whole post is unbelievable. It does take a positive turn. talks all about his marriage to Haley, how it kind of turned everything around for him as well. And it's basically, he's saying you can always grow and evolve. You don't that? have to stay the person that people think you are.
6: That's what I like about it, by the way, is not just that he is coming forward and explaining his own bad past Behavior, but he is showing a path forward for people who may be struggling with similar things—not yeah. with the superstar fame, but just with being lost and being young and making dumb mistakes. It doesn't have to define you for the rest of your life.
7: And yeah, you're never truly stuck. It feels like it a lot of the time, but you're never truly stuck. If you don't want to be stuck, get unstuck. Thank you. That's, That's our next Kevin that was, of Bean. Uh, that
5: should be your next. True Tony Robbins work there. Thank you.
7: Wow. (laughs) A book. Now I'm Tony Robbins. I was just going t shirt. Thank you, you you guys. You
6: don't
4: want to be stuck. Just don't get stuck.
6: Get unstuck. I do think there is something, too, and it's not talked about often enough. What Justin puts in his Instagram post about how the human brain is not fully formed when you are 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 years old, which is part of the reason why young people everyone in this room included, made dumb decisions that made sense at the time. And why we push back at adults telling us we shouldn't do those things because we're not thinking rationally yet.
7: Yeah. It's true. He said, if you notice the statistics of child stars and their outcome of their life, there's an insane pressure and responsibility put on a child whose brain, emotions, frontal lobes, decision-making, aren't developed yet. No rationality, defiant, rebellious, things all of us have to go through then you add on to that. This guy could point at something and buy it. He never had to worry about any of that. Yeah, that's crazy. It's it's incredible that he he is where he is now. Yeah, it's
6: that's why there's that's why there's so many more um, Gary Coleman's and so few Ron Howards. You know what I mean? Right. Child stars that go one direction or the other.
7: Danielle Fishel's.
4: She's great. I mean
7: mm-hmm. just one bad decision. Right. But- yeah.
8: Major bad
4: decision. A <laughs> terrible one that will stick with her for life. Well, I mean no big whoop. Eighteen months. Right.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs>
4: Listen. She made it, man. She survived that. Take. Absolutely. And she made mistakes too. She's uh she has her her uh, small run ins and stuff, but she she's a genius. I yeah. I would hate
5: to see what all of us did if we were thirteen and we had that kind of situation. I can't there. even oh, imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I can't want even it.
7: imagine. Plus, his parents were so young, too, yeah. that that probably didn't help all that much. You know, they his had been like, with their life. like,
5: traveling the world with him. Like,
7: his oh, dad yeah. was like a kid
5: when yeah. he had
6: yeah. Him, yeah. yeah, his dad was taking his leftovers, basically. Yes. It was, it was gross. It was gross. Hey, Ali, I know that you're uh, wrapping up, and I know that we're at the end of the show, but um, I forgot to give away the UCLA football tickets. I would love
7: for you to give them away well, here. Well, you know,
6: if
4: you're stuck, just get unstuck. Right? No, but I'm I stuck in a great this, person say- this
6: moment that I can't get out of, though, is oh. the problem. Oh, um, wow.
7: Well, that's, that's a... Style.
6: September 14th, Bruins, Bruins versus Oklahoma at the Rose Bowl. You can buy your tickets at com. Go Bruins, thanks.
1: <laughs>
7: I saw so it.
1: call my
7: mama. He got unstuck, you guys. He did. Real good. Some birthdays for you, Sean White, Steve Jones. It was on timing,
5: though, wasn't it? Because he wouldn't let you get to the birthdays, which
6: is all
7: you I had know. left. Yeah. You know, I was trying to finish it
6: before she got out. Because once she does the birthdays, then you're oh, on to your I thing. let
5: I see how it goes.
7: He didn't want to cut you off, Kevin. <laughs> and Charlie Sheen before the birthdays it, it, the, the Dodgers are
4: on a bit of a tear last night they had 16 runs unbelievable it was crazy yeah.
5: tons of home runs crazy a 5pm commercial free hour and that's, <gasps> striker and that's what's fun. happening <laughs> it's happening thanks to our random act of helpfulness and the SoCal hopeful Honda dealers I have a 10,000 year old brain and the boogers of a 7 year old that's
7: Charlie Sheen's birthday
5: tomorrow morning an all new Kevin and behind show what you saw at Birdie's. <laughs> But you saw a Burning Man? I saw a hundred-year-old scrote, and that's not good. What?
4: We're
5: also giving away the Billie Eilish private concert and a brand-new 2019 Honda Fit. Look out. Going out. Let's do it. And
3: we've got your tickets for Tool as well. It's the Kevin and Bean Show.
7: K-Rock. Everybody poops, and it's important for us to, like, look at our poop and see what it looks like.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,